Because I'm smiling, how to make it sing when you go big time. Whoa, 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 hey, hey, go into the club. Now I think it's the line. Hey, hey, not a little dot. Oh, oh. You don't know the song? You don't know the song? Is it the Big Time Rush theme song? It is the Big Time Rush theme song. It is. It is. And now I realize you've been recording. So now this is surely embarrassing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed our new audio like intro to the podcast. No, is that how we're starting? No. Yeah. I think we got it. I think we got it. Marco. <laughs> Since we last recorded a podcast, we have a new sponsor. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, Kelsey, name drop them, thank them, do the thing. Okay, I will. Um, thank you, Victoria. We are very appreciative of you supporting us. And <laughs> you know, I saw it and I was like, this is so nice and so unnecessary. And I just appreciate it so much, you know. It's just like thank you. In all honesty. The dollar amount is not what, ma- what matters to us most. It's that someone's yeah. willing to contribute and be a part of our Just Who Lads community, which is super rad, super exciting. Yeah. Because. <gasps> should... Yes, should. No. No, I was going to say, I just never expected anyone to even sponsor us ever. So. <laughs> right. Like, um, I was going to say, should we reveal what we're doing with some of that money? What do we do with some of that money? This is a reveal to me, too. What are we doing no. with that money? No. Oh, was it what we talked about earlier? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Giving back, that's what we're doing. Kelsey, give it, <laughs> d- d- give it the spiel, give them the spiel. So we're really happy with how many people are listening. And so- It's a lot more than we ever expected. This is amazing. Yeah. This is super exciting. So basically we're going to be giving away a $15 gift card to, I don't know where yet, when we hit- 1500 listens on the podcast so we don't know many details but we're very excited about doing that and if you guys have ideas for where we should give the gift card to let us know on instagram that's our best form of communication in all honesty yeah expect (laughs) twitter somewhere else but it's actually instagram is the nicest place to contact us it's the easiest for us all Um, But yeah, that was an idea we came up with today. And it's kind of exciting. I've wanted to do like a gift card thing for a while, but we just had no From the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning of the podcast, you're like, I want to thank the listeners somehow. But we just had no money. And now hopefully by the time we get to 1500 listens, we'll have some like money put away for that sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's not happening this month. It's not happening. No. (laughs) Listen, we're at the halfway point. (laughs) How many episodes do we have? But just know that's what we want to do at 1500. Yeah. Just know. It could be you, lucky listener. Yeah. And and we'll figure out some way to like raffle it off. I don't know how, but we'll we'll figure it out. Just assign everybody a number who like likes a certain post and then we just pick a number. That's yeah. That's it. Yeah. You, ba- but just you know, basic giveaway stuff. Yeah. Keep keep listening, keep listening, and 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 we'll figure it out. Should every five hundred listeners we like give that about away? I <laughs> <laughs> two thousand listens. It's twenty dollars. It's two thousand five hundred. It's twenty five dollars. No. I mean, I don't think we're gonna be rolling in that much cash unless no, we, we never get will. 
Yeah, unless we get more like sponsors or I don't, they're not patrons. I guess they're called like supporters. Um, Once we hit 10 million, we'll give away $10,000. Yes, sure. Absolutely. $10,000. Future listeners, hold us to that. Hold Kelsey accountable. (laughs) Just me. Just you, because I would have hit the lamb by then. When the podcast becomes just the last and that's yeah, just one last. Um, I actually was thinking about, I think on my hot Cheetos high that I was on, which I'll talk about in a second. (laughs) Um, Excuse me. (laughs) I thought, um, because you know how spicy food can sometimes give you like delusions. Listen, listen, are we categorizing hot Cheetos in the realm of giving you endorphins? For someone who doesn't eat spicy food, it could be. It's all relative. Oh my God. All right, go on, go on. But okay, so I was thinking about what would have happened if you couldn't record today. (laughs) Okay. Because this was on, I think, Friday night when you said you were busy. I was like, oh my God, what if you can't record? Oh, Thursday night you told me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, Mm -hmm. what if you can't record? And do I have to just do the podcast by myself? What? Like called just two lads. I know, but like I don't want to miss an upload, you know. So I was like, but I have to do a podcast by myself. Like that would be really boring. Like I'm not one of those. I'm not. I don't have enough stories to do a one man podcast, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that, but yeah, that was me wondering on my hot Cheetos brain. And what um, what did you come up with? Had I not, I want to know what your answer, because I have an answer in case I, we ever came to that. I have an answer to how we could save ourselves, but what was um, your answer? My, the only thing I could come up with is that we both don't do the podcast and Matt does a podcast instead. <laughs> Matt fills in our time slot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, no, no. My, well, in the, in the same vein, um had i not been able to and your answer was to have a, a one last podcast uh i would totally tell you to call upon many of our friends who have podcasts so whatnot yeah uh shout out to annalise uh veldman who has a podcast a wonderful friend of ours um uh, victoria and ugo are about to start a podcast uh this could have been their introductory episode um uh, <laughs> Chloe has a podcast, to my knowledge. Who else, which mm-hmm. one, who else of our friends have a podcast? I think that's it. Um, it Steven has a podcast. Sorry, Steven. I almost forgot about it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, buddy. Yeah, we, we have a lot of people in our... Immediate I was going to say ether, but that's not the right word. In our immediate ether. Yes, yes. Yeah, that that do podcasts. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I realized that that would have been... Like you went to worst thing? case scenario right away. Mm-hmm. You're like, I must, yeah. the show must go on with me and me alone. And then I would have been just sitting here like, so you guys want to, want to talk about trust and wills? <laughs> like it, it I might have even been the Marco episode. Marco might, might've just come in that episode. Yeah. No, Marco said he doesn't want to reveal his true voice until, um, you know, later. It's too sexy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is too, quite sexy. too intense. I like to um, say Marco Marco made a uh, reel for uh, his work. The awesomest mm-hmm. thing I've seen in a long time. And oh, one of the Mark Marco is an awesome, amazing, amazing comedy writer. Is that the proper term? Com- comedic I think writer. So. I yeah. think so. Marco, um, tell us if we're wrong. Yeah, tell us if we're wrong. Pause me here. I prefer automated comedy generator. Okay. All right. So <laughs> um, 
he's a phenomenal phenomenal comedic writer and even his work reel was really funny at times and he, I, I think it's a really old sketch because marco looks a bit younger in it and at one of the points he's like and a phenomenal butt or whatever and then he cuts to <laughs> zoom in of his butt and he just smacks it it was the funniest thing i i refer to people all the time because i'm like dude marco has this work reel that is so good so funny <laughs> oh i absolutely love it yeah it's really fun i wish that that there was a way to like do what he does editing wise but like in oh, real voice. time oh <laughs> oh like make you funny yeah that i wish that so too cool. oh stop it <laughs> dude I wish we were in that futuristic mode where like Marco could have been here off to the side just with like a board and like he just pressed off and funny things happen in the moment. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Yeah. I mean, we have, we'll eventually tackle the topic of what the podcast will look like when we can be in the same room, but we didn't decide. No, it'll be like soonish ish. Uh, if you're going back to Loyola in the fall, then yeah, I'll be soonish. Yeah. Because people, at least my classmates in law school, have started to be able to get vaccinated in California. Oh, lucky. I don't know how. It's not everyone. But, like, I've seen, even though I posted on my story, don't post your vaccination cards because people can steal them and say that they're vaccinated when they're not. And they're still, like, little COVID carriers. So just don't post your vaccination card. Please. I wish you could see Kelsey's sassafras <laughs> face. Kelsey got real close to that mic with a real sassy face. Please, please, whoever whoever makes our trailer cuts for, for the Instagram, I want that clip in. I want that clip in. <laughs> it's Taylor. It's it's Taylor. Taylor, put it in. Put it in, Taylor. <laughs> but yeah, because it's actually, it's not only an identity issue, because you have like your full name and birth date on your card, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But it's also, you don't want nasty liars stealing your card and changing the name and saying they're vaccinated because there are people who can't get vaccinated, right? Like the same people, you will get vaccinated. Eventually, one day. (laughs) I was joking with, I was joking with Marco. I was like, Andres is going to be the last person in the state of California to get the vaccine. (laughs) With my luck, it will be me. And I will be so upset. So upset. Like, what if, what if they're like everybody of this region of LA is not allowed to get it because we don't have the resources to get to that region. And because I'm still in LA County, I don't get it. And then when it starts coming to, they're like, okay, but now we're going to go in age order on that region. So they'll go age order. But then they'll be like, wait, we should probably consider health risks and work. So then they'll do all that. And because I am just a young male student and <laughs> healthy relatively was arguably healthy you know, the worst thing i have is like hemorrhoids or whatever <laughs> <laughs> like like you don't get a vaccine you got hemorrhoids yeah. like, i'm just out here chilling like can i please have a vaccine please yeah you're like the last car in the line and they're like sorry it's past closing no, they're gonna be like oh tomorrow. we're so sorry we didn't refrigerate them and i'll be like what at this point i'll take johnson and johnson like <laughs> no don't take that one dude i don't want to take johnson johnson but i'll take it at this point it seems a little sketchy to me personally but listen i just don't want johnson johnson because they say it's like a 65 percent uh yeah activity 
I'd rather have my 90, 95% from the other ones. Yeah. Like if I have a choice, I will probably go with the other ones because I'd rather be 90% secure rather than 65% secure. But if yeah. I don't have a choice, give me whatever I can get. Yeah, obviously. See, that's a choice, but not really a choice argument. <laughs> but, but it's not. It's not. I disagree. disagree. Uh, Did sorry. your parents have the vaccine? Because your parents are medical workers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom, she had like a pretty low grade fever, I think, mm-hmm. or just like muscle aches that made her feel like she had a fever the first one she just had like a pretty sore arm at the ejection site because obviously they're putting a foreign substance into your body and your body doesn't like that Mm -hmm. um and then the second one she she had a little bit worse but the key that she found was if you get it on a friday just in case you have bad symptoms, you have like the weekend to recover or like if you don't have Saturdays and Sundays off, take it like the day before you have a day off just in case you get bad symptoms. No, 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 no. You do it in the middle of the work week so you get the (laughs) other days off. Kelsey, Kelsey, scamming the system 101. 101. I guess that only really works if you have paid vacation or sick days left, right? Because, like, why would you take an unpaid day off if you have a day off? See, this is the difference. This is the difference in our thinking. You're, like, level one thinking, and I'm, like, way at level 32 sub-basement, like, factor thinking about how... That's why it takes me so long to make decisions, because I'm going to... just call me a level one thinker? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did she just... Did you just come after me like that? Level 32 sub basement? Yeah, yeah. It's I did not. I, I I know for a fact you did not just call me level one figure. I know for but a fact he, you didn't but, just come at me like that. But but can I can I burn myself a little bit? I'd rather I'd rather you not even speak at all, but sure, sure, go for it. So like level 32 is overkill, right? Like most people, if you're at like level six thinking, you're probably like pretty well prepared considered most people. And I'm level one? <laughs> What is this? If you are level six, you are considered average intelligence. What when I'm level one? Can, can I get out of town? Can I tell you a story? Can I tell you a story? Because oh. I unwittingly insult people's intelligence a lot. So okay, let me, may the record is- show Kelsey thinks she's big brain. I am big brain. No. No, we're redacting your intelligence card. Okay, let me tell you this story. This, I think, will make you feel better. You're, you're not the first person I've done this to. <laughs> so, birds I'm getting out of nowhere. So, small bacon. <laughs> so, um, my junior, uh, no, senior year of college, I would go for with my boyfriend to lunch on like. Tuesdays and Thursdays because we both had a break in our classes and he was telling me one day on the way back from lunch I was going to my tap class and so we were like at the intersection um of like campus by Mesa parking that like where you can turn left and go towards campus Mm -hmm. um and he was like so we took an IQ test today in class and I was like oh did you break triple digits like you know having no idea what IQ was and he goes so, like, basically almost a brain-dead person is in triple digits. Oh. And you, just you insulted don't, him? 
Yeah. And like, you don't think I'm in triple digits. I was like, all I know is that 140 is like genius, but I don't know that it's scaled like the LSAT where there's like 20 points between living and like basically a genius. Yeah. So he was like, I can't believe you think I'm so stupid. I'm like, I literally didn't mean it that way. (laughs) So I insulted his intelligence too. Don't worry. It's I'm an equal opportunist, accidental intellectual insulter. The difference is he could, he's allowed to dump you and leave. I'm not allowed to leave. I'm, I'm contractually obligated to be here in this podcast. It's a part of the friendship agreement that we made many years ago. I am obligated by law to stick around. He, he could leave. I couldn't. I can't. So. But just think, when one of us becomes successful, we'll have hitched a wagon to a star. Wouldn't that wagon catch on fire? See, that's level 32 sub-basement thinking. That's what I like to see. Shut up, Kelsey. (laughs) I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear that. Listen, listen, podcast listeners. Listen, before we started this podcast, Kelsey was like, oh, what should we talk about and everything? We should plan things out. And you know what I told her? No, 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 no. I don't plan things out. I just do. I show up and I speak. And that's the way this podcast has always been. That's a lie. At the beginning, we were very organized. But this is, that's just how we do. And now listen, who knows how long we've been recording? 30 minutes? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, 30 minutes? Hell yeah, got it. Um, yeah, 32 mentality right there. Timekeeping in the mind right there. <laughs> um, subsection C. Uh, <laughs> what, what you're seeing here is nothing that Kelsey has brought up was in her fancy schmancy notes to talk about. And you know what? That's what podcasting is all about. That's what podcasting is all about. That's because you distracted me. I didn't distract you. I entertained. (laughs) (laughs) Because you got me going on trying to explain why I think an article is wrong. And then you were like accusing me of being like an ultra capitalist. And then we had to talk about a fever dream. And then I accidentally insulted you. And I had to explain why that's not specifically you. Listen, in that summation, all I all I found out was I am the alpha lad in this situation. <laughs> I am the I am the fan favorite because I do not insult them and their intelligences. I didn't insult all listeners. I insult nah, if you. you insult me, you insult the listeners. I I am the common demographic. I am the common mind. <laughs> gotcha. So it's a hive mind situation. Great. Hey, we are a hive mind. All right, we're all um, here. Um, speaking of hive mind, I'm going to really forcibly put us back on track to what we had no. decided we're going to talk no. about. No, no. I, I don't know why this reminded me. Speaking of hive minds, speaking of hives, aka bees, have you ever seen bees murder an invader that comes into their into their hive? No. Have Do you? Do you know how bees kill bugs that come in or anything? Do they just drown them in honey? No, no, that'd be cute. No, no. <laughs> They drowning is cute. Yeah, no, drowning's cute, especially in honey. Um, no, 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 no. They they generate body heat because they, they all tackle it and they generate body heat until they cook it until it dies. That's very cruel. <laughs> Bees don't sting bugs that come in, really. Like they they all tackle it, they start buzzing, and like hundreds of them start buzzing. I don't know if it's hundreds, depends the size, right? dozens of them start buzzing and they cook the bug until it dies 
That's how they kill hornets all the time. When hornets come in to like eat them or eat their honey or whatever, they just they just warm them up until they cook them. That could be a uh, labor movement metaphor, I think personally. What cook cook the rich? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Put us back on track. <laughs> I can't I can't deal with you. Put us back on track. Put us back on something so, you know how to talk about. What do you mean? I know how to talk about bees oh yeah oh yeah yeah once i almost stepped on a bee but then i didn't so stepping on <laughs> a bee story one time i was in mexico right and i was walking on a resort uh pre-covid of course um uh, back when times were normal and i was walking and i was by a fruit bar on the beach in mexico so this place was packed with bees as i was walking by this fruit bar well i was wearing sandals because it's a beach resort and as i'm walking i guess a bee got underneath like my sandal and the foot as i was stepping oh no and i guess this bee decided to be on its back to perfectly sting me as i was walking because when i was walking suddenly i stepped just like i was i was walking you know i didn't change anything and i felt the deepest, sharpest pain in my entire life because it must have just gotten the perfect nerve in my foot. Mm. And so the moment I stepped, I collapsed and like fell <laughs> to the ground. And I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> it's just there, like yelling bloody murder. And I'm like, what did I step on? I look at my sandal, it's just this little bee. That is why the bee is the alpha insect of all insects. It took me down. A 240-pound man, six foot one, was taken down by the bee. (laughs) Wait, so was this like last year? No, no, no. It was like six years ago or something. Oh, okay. I was going to be like like... 15. But I've been 6'1 since since like seventh grade, Uh, seventh, eighth grade. I've been this tall, so... You know, actually, as a kid, I was, I think I was pretty tall. Like, I got to my full height by, like, fifth grade. So I was pretty tall compared to my friends. You were this height in fifth grade? Maybe not fifth grade. Maybe I lied. No way. Maybe, like, sixth grade. Maybe, like, sixth grade. Sixth grade? You were this tall? Listen, Kelsey's not a short person, by the way. Like, for anyone listening, Kelsey's not that short. I'm 5'5". Never mind. You're a lot shorter than (laughs) I remember you. It's been a while since I've seen you. you think i am i think like five eight okay here's a good story too this is just us pure chaos um dude that's what this podcast is all about (laughs) pure chaos throwback (laughs) so when i was young my sister and i were both so tall for our ages when we were young that our doctors thought we were gonna both be five nine I'm 5'5", and my sister will claim that she's 5'4", but I think she's probably 5'3". Because we got... 5'2", but you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, So we were really tall, really young, and then we just never grew. Like, I have... I have a... My pajama shirt, actually, that I'm currently... Not currently wearing, but, like, wearing now when I go to sleep is from when I was like 12 years old and it still like fits proportionally. I had I, I had shirts that I would sleep in that were from my middle school days just because I've mm-hmm. been six foot something my like my whole life now. So exactly. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. 
Exactly. But speaking of schools, um, I want to talk about... Ladies and gentlemen, that is, that is Kelsey's classic <laughs> transitional voice. Speaking of, okay, I hear, I hear. Well, speaking do you have of... any other, any no. like boomerang no, stories? I, I, okay. you, you, don't, you were still talking about bees and then you cut yourself off to talk about this other thing. So I don't know. I have no memory of even the last like 35 seconds. So yeah, she calls herself level 32 <laughs> braid, like level 22 brain. <sighs> I see your own brain is melting a little bit. So see, my brain is tired of your brain. That's for sure. My brain's tired of your brain. How about that? And your brain schedule. How about well, that? What you had to use my own argument against me. Get out of here. That's the best way to do it. Because if you make your it's enemy the explain their argument, then you the find that they have no standing. Laziest listen. argument. Hey, I don't want to listen. I'm done with you. Okay. Move on. Pod- podcast give, is over. Bye. Give me, the, give me the new one, huh? Give me the new one. New point. Marco, phone the time. The time is currently 25 minutes into the recording. All right, let's talk about show choir. <laughs> Sorry, Marco. I, did, I, I didn't know she was going to interrupt you like that. All right, let's talk about show choir, I guess. So I want to go back to when you were saying that you have fans on this show. Oh, I doubt I do, but they'll say that's, I do. <laughs> but that's like, um, or the audience, the audience of this show is with you. That was sort of the, the segue I was going to use to talk about show choir since it's an audience-based thing, right? Um, so let's just pretend the whole, <laughs> the whole B conversation didn't happen. And we're going to go whoa, straight whoa. from there to there. Oh, the B conversation was crucial storytelling. I'm not saying cut it. I'm just saying like, go from back where you were mentally at that point before we okay, did the Okay, good. I was going like, to say, if I hear this yeah. podcast and Marco cut out the whole B section, I'm going to be real upset. I'm going to be real upset that some B section was cut out. Um. So my freshman year of high school was the first year that my high school had a show choir because this was like at the height of Glee, right? Like this is when oh. Glee, yeah. Um, That's how I that know our age difference. Glee was yeah. never big. <laughs> <laughs> Glee was only big, I would say for like maybe a year and a half at my high school. And then they're like, the show's, you know, gone a little off. But anyway, so we were like, we have to do a television caliber first performance for our homecoming, for our homecoming um, performance. So we decide, and I will tell you the demographic of my high school, (laughs) let's just say, say was not the demographic that looked good dancing to black eyed peas, right? What? First of all, Black Eyed Peas is one of the greatest artists of their time. So yeah, great song. We danced so to I Got a Feeling. People... Oh, I got a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um great song. Um, but all of us, I think the oldest person there was 16 years old. So it's 14 to 16 year olds in glow in the dark t-shirts. Yeah. That say, that say yeah. The, the show choir's name on the front. Um, we also did like a craft day where we all had to buy white tennis shoes and we splatter painted um, glow in the dark fabric paint on the that shoes. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted glow in the dark paint, just by the way. 
it's kind of fun it doesn't last very long though like the glow in the dark no um we also had white tube socks that we wore with the sneakers white shorts which because it was a private school um we had certain dress codes which I'm sure like every high school has like a shorts dress code but like they were all like kind of those um like knee length shorts basketball shorts the boys wore basketball shorts and the girls wore like those um what are they called Bermuda shorts that go to like your knees but it's white everyone's in white shorts which if you know anything about fashion you know white is not a great color for the bottom half of your body right like it doesn't do what you think it's gonna do most of the time (laughs) and we had on those like um party rock shutter sunglasses yo lamafo yeah yes Uh, Um, define the generation as well yeah um definitely influenced my show choir teacher those lit up now we entered into a pitch black theater pitch black that's also yes and our stage was one of those that it had an apron where you could walk from the door onto the stage without needing steps but if you stepped off that apron you fell like three feet onto someone who was sitting there so we all have these flashing glasses that we can't really see out of it's pitch black and we're all hugging on to the apron side of the stage praying to whatever god we believed in that we did not fall into the audience and it was one of those moments that we still talk about like all of my friends were in show choir with me at the time and we still talk about how terrible that moment was did anyone fall no one fell. Someone oh. almost fell. He like got one foot, but he like grabbed onto someone as we were getting onto the stage and he didn't fall. Um, and then we proceeded to dance to Black Eyed Peas, which in itself was a bad decision, you know, like among all the other bad decisions. Is that there were any footage out there? There actually is. And I actually Where? looked for it on Facebook when I thought about it but I can't find it. But if I do find it, I'll have Taylor post like a little tiny Dude, bit. Of I it. gotta see it. I gotta see it. It was so bad. It was like one of those moments where it's not scarring, but it's like, how on earth did someone green light this performance? You know, those high school so, dances are always the weirdest thing ever though. They are. I mean, but it's also just such a horrible time. Cause you're, like 14 years old, everything about your body, you just, it's awkward. Like there's nothing remotely like good working condition on your body. Limbs are weird. Bodies are weird. And you're in front of the whole high school. So speaking about one of those student assemblies, I assume it was Mm -hmm. a student assembly. Yeah. My senior year of high school, um, I was asked to be the host of one of these student assemblies. Oh, no. And I was excited beyond belief because those were usually reserved for ASB people. But mm-hmm. by my senior year, I became very well known. So, um, so lo and behold, like one of the few final weeks of, um, of my senior year, they asked me to be the host and it was super Mario themed. 
So mm. I had to dress up as Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so they put this ridiculous mustache on me at the time and a, and a hat with an M on it. And I wore like a red shirt, I think. It's a, a blue denim jeans. And what I didn't tell them at the time, and I told them after, was that I developed bronchitis the day beforehand or the two no. days before. I was like, I was at the doctor's like late into the night, like the previous night. He's like, my bronchitis has just gotten worse. Mm-hmm. And so um, the very next day, I remember my mom being pissed to the ends of the earth that I went to school, but I was a senior and I, I wanted to host this ASB rally, but it was two rallies. So that like the first half is like half the school. The second half is like the second half of the school. Mm-hmm. And so I did this double performance as Mario hosting this ASB rally with bronchitis which is highly contagious yeah let's hope i didn't give it to anyone i didn't hear of anybody getting bronchitis <laughs> and the moment i did my thing signed myself out and left i went home absolutely that's, terrible stuff that's commitment right there i think if i look at my senior yearbook there's a photo of me as mario well you have to find that so we can put it in the video too I'll look for it now and I'll send it to Taylor. Um, I have another embarrassing um, school assembly story if we want to continue talking about it. Why not? What else do we got? Like, just keep So going. many things, but no, it's fine. No, no, no. <laughs> There's always next episode. <laughs> There's always a next one. Um, so this one. So I, t- I, I. I talk a lot about how I'm a singer, despite the fact. No, no, you sing. <laughs> despite the fact I'll never sing on the podcast. Um, I don't so think the I, podcast is the place for it. <laughs> no, it's it's really not, and that's why I won't do it. Um, it won't sound good here, regardless of how good you are. It just won't sound good here. Yeah. Know? Um. So I was kind of the go-to. Are you tired of recording this episode? No, I'm just tired of life really being this way. But this is about to become a one lad episode. (laughs) Um, so I was the go-to because I was the music theory teacher's like favorite. I was arguably the best singer at the school. Arguably, I believe I was. Who can I forward this to to challenge this? Who, which, who could I send this to, this clip to, to see if they disagree? Um, no one that I know. What <laughs> confidence, what confidence you have. Um, this is just me being a huge asshole episode. <laughs> it is a huge butt for sure. Jeez Louise. Um, no, I'm sure you- the reason I say no one that I know is because I was not friends with the people who would disagree because they vehemently hated me for like no reason. Um, including the show choir teacher vehemently hated me for no reason other than I was a better performer than she was. No, I was always very nice. The show choir teacher also had it out for this girl who is a very good dancer she still is very good dancer and she was very like rude to her because she was threatened by the fact that a 14 year old was a better dancer than she was so that's what I mean by there's no one that I personally know that you could send it to because I'm not like in contact with them anymore but anyway Mm. this is turned yeah 
Anyway, I was asked to sing the national anthem at a basketball game. What which an I honor. Course, I, well, come on now. Wait till you hear the story. <laughs> wow. Okay, because go on. Queen halfway through the national anthem, I forgot the words. <gasps> <laughs> and what? <laughs> what a twist. I wasn't expecting. what you forgot no, I, ha- I had to build myself up as this like infallible performer so that the fact that I forgot the words to the national anthem like hit harder you know wow I'm shook so and here's the worst part is I didn't I forgot the words and that I lost track of where I was you know, if there's kind of like a Rolodex. So I stopped. I know how music works. Yeah. So there's like the Rolodex of, of lyrics in your head. And I forgot where I was. And so I didn't want to repeat because I thought that would be worse if I just started repeating lyrics I had already sang. So I just stopped cold. I just stopped <gasps> cold in the middle of a basketball game. And it was like one of those basketball games where people actually came. It wasn't like the JV team, like three o'clock game. It was like the main men's varsity basketball against a rival school. Like there were stakes involved in this national anthem. And I forgot the words. And then I was standing by my history teacher or my, I think I was, I think it was my senior year, maybe. And he started mouthing the words, like singing really low next to me, like, and the rockets right for. And even that, I was like, so in my own world, I heard that he was trying to give me words, but I was, I was like, I can't remember if I just said that I'm not going to sing if I, I don't, I don't want to. And then I just, everyone started singing. <laughs> everyone in the audience started singing. Oh, save us. <laughs> Like, because I was like, I just literally, it was one of those moments where I was just paralyzed and I couldn't do anything, even if I wanted to, because I was on like the level 32 sub basement where I was like, I can't, like my brain is ripping itself apart and putting itself back together. And so everyone in the stands just finishes the anthem. And I hand the mic back to my history teacher because he's the like announcer for the game. And I just walk out of the gym and I don't even stay for the rest of the game. You never returned again. And then here's the twist. Like two weeks later, I was asked to sing the national anthem at an all school assembly. Wow. They invited you back? I know. <laughs> I would have not invited you at all. I know. Well, because it was the middle school director who was asking me to sing because he was like hosting the assembly and he wasn't there because his daughters were both on the basketball team but I think they were on an away game so he hadn't seen the tragedy that had occurred and so my theater teacher comes up to me and she's like so the middle school director wants you to sing the national anthem do you want to do it and inside I'm like never again will I sing the national anthem like never again she's like he needs to know like within the next five minutes and this is at our early bird rehearsal like an hour before school starts for a show so I was like I don't know what I should do should I just do it I don't know and then I said yes very hesitantly because it was for like the next day assembly and I get there and I'm like I'm gonna write the words on my hand I'm gonna write the words on my hand so that I don't forget the words 
I can't forget the words twice in a row. So I kind of remembered where I lost track during the basketball game. So I literally had all of the words till the end written out on my hand. And I was standing there with a the microphone in my right hand and like trying very subtly to look down at my left hand through the whole rest of the song. I never sung more timidly in my whole life than that. that how, how do you, how do you recover from that? How do you, how does your career recover from that? Your career should have ended that day from sheer embarrassment. I mean, it should have, but then I ended up getting like leads. <laughs> the school doesn't know what they were doing. I think it, I think the only way you recover from something like that is just doing it again. Like you realizing that. Hmm. They probably were like, wow, she really just left it open for everybody else to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what an artistic move. Exactly. Oh yeah. That was, that was a bad time. That was one of my worst performance stories. Second to when I fell off the stage and during another show. Performance. Dude, I fell off the stage twice in high school. Twice. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Did you break anything? No, I didn't break anything. The first time, um, the first time, I can't, I'm trying to remember the second time, but the first time I remember it plain as day, I had just gone up in my theater class to give a Shakespearean um, monologue and do it right now. No, no. Something about a mistress. I don't know. Um, and I gave about rosy cheeks, mistress, something like that. Mm. Uh, and I gave the Shakespearean monologue and I've been practicing it for so long. And it was that day I hit it perfect, perfect. And I, <laughs> oh, no. I got an A plus on that assignment. I was like, yes. And I was so happy, so proud. And on my way to walk down the steps over back to my desk, Oh, I no. guess I guess I missed a step or or I <laughs> overestimated or something. I don't I don't know if I stepped on my own shoe or anything. I don't remember anymore. I go flying. I'm a six foot dude. <clears throat> I go flying off the stage, and all I remember is feeling the thud of like landing on the ground. I don't recall this, but people recall me going. Ah! <laughs> Oh, and it was the most embarrassing moment in the world because apparently people remember me giving off this flamboyant yell as I'm falling off the stage and I hit the ground and I'm like thank god I did um thank god I didn't break anything or if it's a story be way more embarrassing I landed next to chairs like I really could have punctured myself on a pencil or something but I landed and hit the ground and I remember just laughing to myself, but me stupid, me big stupid. I laid there and pretended like I was dead because I wanted to scare my teacher. And I just laid there pretending to be knocked out. And I remember my teacher yelling like, are you okay? Are you okay? And someone came to like turn me over and I was just laughing on the ground because I couldn't believe I just hit the ground out of nowhere. Oh my god. Apparently I gave out a flamboyant yell as I was falling <laughs> off the stage. I I actually did kind of a fall like that once, not off a stage. This is in middle school. So we all ate lunch at the same time because I went to a small middle school. And we ate like in an indoor volleyball court. 
because a lot of the rooms in our school like were multi-use Mm-hmm. so I'm walking with my little lunchbox I was like maybe in sixth grade I'm walking with my friends and you know how in sixth grade everything is embarrassing you know everything oh, that yeah. happens to you is embarrassing oh, yeah. I, I step on some yeah I step on some water on this white tile floor so I don't see it I go comedically flying off my feet like feet <laughs> up butt down onto the floor and I still have my lunchbox in my hand because I am not giving up my Twinkie. You know, there's no one that can pry that course, from my dead hands. Twinkie. But my shoe goes literally flying off my foot across the entire lunchroom, like smacks the opposite wall and hits the floor. And all the lunch teachers, because they they weren't lunch ladies, but they weren't like teachers. They were like supervisors of recess you know doctors or whatever they're called yeah they all come running over and I'm just laying there I'm like am I hurt I'm trying to do like an internal like physical scan basically and I was totally fine but they're just looking at me and I'm not saying anything and then I go yeah I'm okay and I get up and just like go eat lunch that's so funny um also in high school my my freshman year of high school I was in a locker room. I feel like I've told the story before, but maybe I haven't. But even if I did, I'll I haven't heard of you ever being in a locker room anywhere before. Well, well, I once was the person who went to locker rooms for PE, and um, oh, good, as opposed to like for fun. Exactly. I don't hang out in locker rooms. I'm not that weird. Um, and so I'm walking, and I don't know how other people high schools are, but it was like lockers on one side bench in the middle lockers across from it and that's how it was in the pe locker room there was like a bench Mm -hmm. in the middle so after class like everybody's getting dressed in the men's locker room so to get my locker was all the way in the back at the very back Mm -hmm. of it so to get all the way back there without touching a bunch of young men (laughs) like i'm just (laughs) i go to stand uh and walk on the on the middle sitting uh, area. Oh no! So I'm Andres. walking, I'm walking, and I'm going. And this is a routine I do every day because I pee every day, right? So I'm going, I'm going, and then I guess I slip. And Kelsey, I must have blacked out or something because I don't <laughs> remember the slip. I don't remember anything. All I remember is standing, and in a flash of a second, I'm looking at shoes on the ground, and I'm on the floor, like with without a beat in my heart without like my mind anything i went from walking feeling the slip to suddenly boom i'm looking at shoes <laughs> and i'm just there staring at someone's shoes and i remember looking up and the guy's looking down at me as i'm like basically licking his shoe i'm just down here on the floor and one of my good friends ricardo is just laughing his butt off because i just <laughs> fell in the locker room just face first planted in front of some guy's shoes it was like one of those embarrassing stories at the time. Now I don't care. But at the time, I was like, I can't believe I just slipped in the men's locker room only to land at someone's feet. Better at their shoes than into their butt crack or something. True. Into the locker. Yeah. Yeah. No, like into their, their like naked butt. You know? Listen, we did not change our underwear in that locker room. We would just put on our shirts, put on our shorts, and just that's it. You, Y'all? You underwear in your locker room? First of all, I didn't do PE. What? Show choir counted as PE. This is the biggest BS I've ever heard of the school system. Excuse um, so I never played a sport. Physical education? 
No, I never played a sport, never had PE, nothing. I refused to do PE. I would do anything to get out of PE. Um, I was on the volleyball team for two days and then I quit, but they still gave me sports credit. So what? You are what's wrong with the school system. <laughs> um, but I just, there's just something about musty underwear that just doesn't sit right by me, you know? I'd hope not. <laughs> so the fact that y'all just did PE and then you just put those sweaty underwear back into your pants. Dude, it was the, the worst day? if you had PE in the morning. It was the worst because you'd be smelling all day. Especially if it was a day where you had to run the mile. You were smelly all day. You're... If, if you sat in class, the stank from your lower regions would just come up because of how much sweat you produced. It was so bad. It was bad. It was gross. See, for like show choir, though, when we had dance days, we had dedicated dance days. And that was our A period. That was our morning first class. But I would change into dance clothes and everything would change. Everything. Because I was not going to be stinky. That's just couldn't do it. Does that mean you're bare butt to people, though? Or would you go to private room change? No, girls have stalls in their changing rooms. Well, aren't they lucky? (laughs) So I was shoulder to the shoulder with (laughs) bear bear men in in (laughs) pee. How thrilling that must have been for you. Oh, of course. Uh, Especially in high school where you don't want to look weird to anybody ever. You just don't want to do anything. That's what I think. There's like an aspect of cruelty to high school PE that like no one understands until they're like out of it, how massively cruel it is to make you change in front of other people. Dude, like if you're uncomfortable with your body, here you are exposing yourself to literally everybody. Mm-hmm. And then if you do it for multiple years, you expose yourself to multiple groups of people. Yeah, like everyone's seen your butt by the time you graduate oh, high school pretty so much. Bad. So bad. But I guess that's I guess that's the trauma bonding of high school, you know. I remember I remember faking getting out of a mile, pretending like I had the vomit because I just didn't feel like it that one day. And I like I I'll never forget like I was like putting my head down in my hands and like I was pretending to be sick and everything because I had morning PE and I didn't feel like mm. it. And and I I remember he walked up to me. He's like, "What are you doing, son? Praying?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like and I lied to him I was like no I just vomited and I don't feel good he's like but I was like don't worry I'll still do the mile <laughs> and he was like mile go to the nurse's office go home and I was like are you sure he's like yeah I don't want you puking all over my floor go home and I was like oh thank you sir. thank you <laughs> uh that mile was bad I never ran the mile like I Kelsey, it shows walked. it shows you are not one for running no <laughs> i'm really not whenever it comes to physical things you're always like not me it's just if i had to exert physical energy i i would but most of the time i just personally feel that you can get there just as nicely slower than fast you know but i adamantly walked the mile I still can walk an 11 minute mile. So it's not like I'm a slow poke. You I just... walked an 11 minute mile? How mm-hmm. fast do you walk? Very quickly. <laughs> Jesus. That's you stupid haven't... fast. You haven't walked with me in a while. <laughs> That's why you don't remember how Apparently, fast Apparently I, I don't remember how fast you walk. Speaking of walking the miles. I, I have a walking the mile story. 
Okay. I had finished my mile once and mm-hmm. uh, the PE coach, teacher, whatever, told us to just keep walking after you were done, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I kept walking. At one point, I caught up with, she was a really attractive girl, but she was known for not caring at all about PE or school or anything. But her mm-hmm. and I had like created some like mutual friendship of sorts, of sorts, all right? Mm-hmm. We, weren't, we weren't friends though. Um, and so uh, I wound up just walking next to her we're walking, we're walking. And as we're walking, suddenly this girl pants me. <laughs> she just pants me. And I was wearing the brightest reddish underwear that day. And this girl just pants me in the middle of the PE field. This is what I get for just walking with her. I wish everybody could see how hard Kelsey's dying of laughter. She's like shaking her whole computer screen and everything of how hard she's laughing. So this girl pantses me and I, in an effort to look cool, just kept walking. I just kept going. I didn't pick up my shorts. I just kept going. Kelsey's off screen now, dying. She's off screen, the whole computer's shaking, the whole screen's shaking. Her, she's super red now. Wait, so you thought, but <laughs> Between the two options of pull Taking up my shorts, shorts as fast as I possibly can so that the least number of people see me in my underwear, you decided you would look cooler walking with your pants around your ankles. Shorts, but yes, yes. Listen, I, <laughs> listen, I've always been I've I've always been a man of confidence. That was one of those moments where I was like, I'm going to keep walking just to show her I'm not phased. She didn't phase me. I'm going to keep going. The joke's on her. Now she has to look at me. Like, that was my mentality at the time. I just have so many questions. Because, like, one, where does someone get so brazen that they pull another person's pants down, especially someone who's not even like a good friend of We're theirs. We're not good you know? friends. I was just making conversation with her just because we knew of each other. Like, yeah. Like how, how do you get that much confidence? You know, like, where does that come from? Because I don't even have the confidence to talk to strangers most of the time, like mm. much less pull down their pants in a public place, you know? Mm-hmm. Second, bold choice to wear red underwear on a PE day, especially if your shorts aren't black. PE day, every day was PE day. Was I not supposed to wear underwear? Oh no, yeah, no, definitely wear. Exactly. That is not what I was advocating. <laughs> I listen to this day. You probably know because you've been around me enough. And you've seen my underwear enough at this point, probably. For what? Me. <laughs> bending over like my underwear showing or, or oh. enough improv scenes where like my gotcha. underwear just exposed. No, you weirdo. Um, I have just, I, ever since I was younger, I just wanted a variety of colors of underwear. Like mm. I have like neon green underwear. I've got, <laughs> I got bright red. I got black. I got, I got all sorts of colors of underwear. Neon See? blue was my favorite. See, this is the difference between men and women's clothes because as a girl, I can have lots of fun patterns of underwear but most of our pants unless they're jeans are thin enough that you can see the underwear through the pants so you need like skin colored underwear most of the time i've heard about this yes 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 
So I just want that to be to any clothing companies listening to our podcast. Let it be known. I would like your pants to be thicker. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I think so you asked them for underwear. <laughs> no, I'm set on underwear. I need thicker pants. That's that's the the call to action of this podcast. Well, one time, speaking of which, I was wearing white shorts. Ooh. And in the summer. Ooh. You could see my neon green underwear through it. It was yep. highly embarrassing. Have you ever been to like a blacklight golf place? No. And okay, so I've been to blacklight places, but not like a golf one specifically. Okay, but ha- okay, any blacklight place will do this. Have you ever yeah, seen like laser someone- tag? Yeah, like wearing the wrong like underwear for the blacklight no. situation. Did that happen to you? It hasn't happened to me personally, but there's oh, always listen, at least such a niche situation. I thought this was something that happened to you. No, this this happens all the time. Basically, if you're gonna go to a blacklight place and you're wearing a white t-shirt, if you wear a bra, do not wear any color but flesh color because it will immediately show through your white t-shirt. Oh wow. It will immediately show through. I saw someone who had a white t-shirt on and a hot pink bra, and everyone knew that <gasps> she had a hot pink bra on in the black light. Yeah. So if you're gonna wear like thin clothing, make sure that all your under garments are something you wouldn't mind other people seeing that's wild didn't know that yeah obviously as someone who doesn't wear bras i wouldn't know that (laughs) well i was just assuming maybe you had seen it because i've no actually i I guess i've been around a bunch of women who already knew this rule or a bunch of people who wear bras who already knew this rule because i didn't know that that's like the nuggets of wisdom you really need to pass on to younger generations of girls. It's it's that sort of stuff that you can't learn any other way through like experience, you know? And no book's going to tell you about that. No self-help book is going to be like, don't wear a hot pink bra to- You know what, Will? Just to Lad's podcast. This podcast. <laughs> Helping the next generation. <laughs> one, one episode at a time. <laughs> Oh, that's our tagline. Lord. That's our tagline now. Helping the next generation one episode, one at, a episode time. at a time. I mean, I guess we do talk about educational things. Like, look how we started this podcast. Wow. 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 How deep in are we into this podcast? I need to know if I should tell another story or not because I got a few lined up. You could tell them. All right. So, <laughs> I'm not telling you how long we've been recording. All right. So, um so victoria actually contacted me after they listened to all the podcasts mm-hmm. and they thank it's you funny, fu- yes thank you um <laughs> funny enough um i didn't think about it at the time i did think about it at the time but i didn't think about it at the time which was the See? fact that level 32 stop it stop it <laughs> uh <laughs> was you and I tend to not name drop people or anything on purpose, right? For those things. And that episode, I didn't name drop anyone at all. It's about the Halloween party I went to. Oh, I totally know what they're going to say. Yeah. And I didn't name drop anyone that episode on purpose, right? Because I didn't Mm -hmm. want anyone to like have any questions or make any claims or anything. But because the story, one of the people taking place in the story was them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. To reach out yep and i was like oh man <laughs> yep 
Oh, luckily them and I still get along greatly though. Yeah. No, <laughs> that was out and I was like, "Oh no." Yeah, as you were as you were telling that story, I was like, "Ooh, this could be this could be controversial." Because there's like six or seven people I don't name drop, but all six or seven people that get telling funny stories about. So Yeah. So Infamous Well, I'm time. glad Infamous I'm glad time. it it ended well for the both yes, of you. It ended well for the both of us. Both of us are still great friends and I still greatly respect them and love them. Yeah. I those are the best type of friendships. Um, yeah. Do you have any other stories? Because I have something else too, if you want to. Oh, what do you got? Why is this episode me just being like the worst version of a person that I can be? I think this is the <laughs> first time you felt comfortable in forever. No, this I is, def- no, no, no. This is how you are with me on our <laughs> one-on-one days. Always. You're always this sassafras and evil whenever you and I hang out, go out for dinner or gelato or whatever it is that we do on our you and me days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but now the audience is getting a true experience. Of it. And you know what it is? We broke away from your schedule and you're and you're on the you're on the Serrano line right now. You're- oh yeah. That like that that break in the middle like really did something to me (laughs) no I think it's also just because I've been on spring break but I only really had one day off you're on spring break since when I've been I I know you wouldn't know you wouldn't know because you're working all the time I know the only day I truly did absolutely nothing law school related was Wednesday and then because really? Monday, Monday and Tuesday, I was panicking to write my Holocaust denial paper and then and turn it in as a draft. <laughs> before before you go on, it's you're not yeah. defending the you're you're not saying the Holocaust is, is not real, right? <laughs> Just be- no, I'm 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 writing about why Holocaust denial should not have First Amendment protection because it's stupid. And anti-Semitic. Just just to clear it up for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Just so I don't seem totally like an evil, evil, um, unrecoverable person. There you go. Um, It's a very dark subject, in case anyone was wondering. It It goes very deep into, like, the Illuminati-type conspiracy theory. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, just for, like, a momentary tangent, it goes all the way from, like, Jewish people brought the Holocaust on themselves to the Holocaust never existed to wealthy Jews funded the Holocaust to Jews run the media to the Illuminati. Like that's kind of the the string of thought, very dark subject, very dark subject. And it will be a 30 page legal writing paper, which I will let anyone read if they're interested in, because I think it's very fascinating. No, it's funny though. In the world of conspiracy theories, a lot of the times the three the three answers to everything are the Freemasons, the Illuminati, or the Jews. Yep. Every single time. It's very it's very hard to go up into the upper echelon of conspiracy theories without coming back to one of those three things. And mm-hmm. it's always it's, it's always equally as messed up every time you read it. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um but then Wednesday I like like literally I was like I need to take a day off like I will not make it through the last six weeks of the semester if I don't take a day off Thursday I had like chores to do things that I've been putting off like laundry I went through my closet like I sent you 
a lot. I remember of, that. There's so much yeah. clothing. So much clothing. I I donated like an entire trash bag worth of clothes. Good. Good. That on just you. don't fit or I don't wear anymore. Good on you. Which was very sobering to try on clothes, it is, isn't it? I like I like when I have to eventually get rid of clothing. Feels great. Um, those shorts from 2015 that I was trying on. Wow, that was a squeeze my friend is that, that was is that your year of high school is that or is that your first freshman year of college it was the transition year what no I graduated in June of 2014 so it would have been like my first half of my first year of college so your freshman year of college understood yeah um very humbling experience and then Friday I spent four hours shooting a Knives Edge episode that is coming out in a couple weeks. What comes out first, this episode that or that episode? This comes out in like three days. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so be on the lookout for Kelsey's IGTV coming out later this month. Let me tell you, this is probably my favorite Knives Edge thus far. I, Kelsey hasn't even shown me the full footage, but she's shown me bits and pieces and I've been laughing every single time she shows me something. It is such a disaster. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. love it. It's it's like the Jolly Rancher episode, but like it's not just me being in a bad mood. It's like really things go wrong. <laughs> For sure. That's funny. Um, uh, listen, not to spoil anything to anybody, but at one point something explodes on Kelsey. <laughs> so funny she sent it to me right after it happened it was so funny oh yeah it's it was a wild one but um yeah and then yesterday I did homework in anticipation for the hours I'd have to make up for recording today um and I still have more homework to do after dinner so you would never know I was on spring break I didn't even know you were on spring break why don't you text me more I text you like every day. That's a lie. Do you? Do you? Check. So texted today. You texted me yesterday to ask me if I'm busy. Texted me again yesterday, the photo. You texted me Thursday. <laughs> I texted you first. I texted you about that thing I want to do in uh, Las Vegas, Area 15. Mm-hmm. Thursday. You also text me that you want to go to the beach. Oh, we texted Wednesday. Oh, we texted mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yeah, oh. we we talk like almost every day. <laughs> you texted me Monday. Is this also Sunday? Is this other part Sunday? This is not looking good for my case. Uh, okay, you skipped Sunday. You didn't text me on Sunday. Did, I, did we Snapchat that day? We must have. Yeah, so I didn't even realize how much we text. Yeah, it's because we had this many conversations. It's it's not even that we have conversations; it's that we like send each other memes or like random like one-off thoughts. One-off thoughts are our most common te- form of text communication. Yeah, because you were like, "I Kel- want to go to this museum." Kelsey at like exactly. <laughs> I had like Kelsey at two fifty-four p.m. I want to go to the beach. Me the following day at like what like 4 p.m take me here when I come to Vegas (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then we're like okay and then nothing else for hours (laughs) Kelsey at 10 10 o'clock at night next time I'm in LA tacos (laughs) yeah 
me no problem (laughs) yeah I feel like it's I feel like we only have like an a really extended back and forth conversation via text maybe like once a month and uh, what time do they happen 1 a.m 2 a.m and that's about that's it. because that's because one of us is always like i'm in crisis mode <laughs> like, well, not only that it's also 1 a.m 2 a.m is the only time that we're both just free yeah and <laughs> don't have any other things going on but yeah so don't tell me i don't tell you things i just didn't think it mattered that i was on spring break because you weren't on you spring break told me you were on spring break i could have totally not gone to vegas still anyways <laughs> Uh, yeah especially because the week i've i've had i wouldn't have even been able to escape to vegas anyways i've been too busy you also haven't been vaccinated but i don't go out who who unlike unlike our friends who are posting that they're bar crawling across (laughs) across la i'm just at home still you never know because another thing is it's not even the vaccination to protect yourself but as a carrier Not do you love your mother? Wanting. You are level wanting right now. Do you want your mother to get COVID because you came to Las Vegas unvaccinated? We're, yeah. We wouldn't have do gone you, out of Vegas. We would have just chilled together. And you don't have to go out either. That is That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because why? Because I know you don't go out. That's how I know that if I were to go over, we would have just chilled at your place the whole time. I only go out to Target like once a week to buy food. <laughs> And that's how you build, that's how you beat a level 32 uh, Brave with a level 64 play. That's right. That's All right, right. whatever. Checkmate. We've been talking for an hour and a half, so. Hour and a half? You let this go for an hour and a half? What? Listen. Listen to when her episode's this long. No wonder the sun's gone. I was wondering where the sun went. You were level 32-ing by keeping track in your brain. Bro, I was keeping track. And then the sun disappeared. And I couldn't keep track by the rotation of the sun anymore. So you're a level one sun tracker is what you're saying. No, I'm a level one moon tracker. (laughs) But a level 64 sun tracker. A level 64 sun tracker. I usually get the time of day, like, accurate, like, within a couple of minutes when it comes to sun stuff. Mm -hmm. Could not do it. But okay. all right, guys. We will... Jesus. Yeah. Well, Marco, if you want to edit some of the boring stuff out, do that. So Bored, that Marco, obnoxious. all of it is interesting. Every single keep, piece. The bees. You, you can keep the bees. Arguing. Keep the bees. Uh, Girl Scouts. Did we not talk about Girl Scouts? No, we were talking no. about cookies before the episode started. Yeah. Buy, buy cookies from your local Girl Scouts. Uh, especially donate to this one troop in LA. Kelsey introduced me to them. Uh, they are they help homeless kids. Um, they are made up of homeless kids, right? Mm-hmm. The, the troop is homeless kids. The, the troop is made up of homeless kids. So if you can, look up troops that actually help cause help the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we talk about? Um, you falling off the stage and, and yelping. Me, <laughs> ah! Yeah, uh, me, me falling off the stage. Uh, you you almost falling off the stage. You slipping in the uh, cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked. You about- know by by recapping, you're only adding time to the episode, right? My how busy I've been. How Kelsey doesn't contact me. Um, but I do. <laughs> but you do. And now a summation of everything. That seems like a 
hour and a long hour and a half episode yeah yeah it was a long one but maybe we can split this into two 45 minute episodes in case no! you ever have to skip a week just one marco edit it all <laughs> Wow, we are really being huge jerks, Tim. I'm so so sorry, Marco. Listen, I was very busy. I couldn't record yesterday. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I had no time to. I'm so sorry. I almost didn't have Um, time today. (laughs) I know. I know. Kelsey Kelsey was really like, listen, if you don't do it, then there's no episode. And I was like, I'll do it for the fans. (laughs) Yeah, your fans. I'll do it for the fans. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to this absolutely no theme episode (laughs) you don't need a theme that's what that's what our podcast is all about it's chaos that's true um but thanks so much for tuning in keep an eye out for our igtv next week we're going to be tasting saint patrick's day beers andres is chewing on his pop filter so i think he needs some food um (laughs) but we will see you in the next one guys Wait, we're doing the beers next episode? Heck yeah. No, th- we're <laughs> recording that in like three days. Oh, but that but that's the next episode, right? That's the IGTV, yeah. Oh, it's the IGTV. Oh, yeah. oh, keep an eye out for that then. Keep an eye out. Oh my God, we're a mess. Bye. <laughs>